It happened the morning of January 9th, 2015, in freezing cold, blustery conditions. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. At the time of the accident, it was reported by those involved that visibility was down to zero. Total whiteout conditions. This day in weather history. This crazy event had it all, including fireworks. This was not to celebrate the event. It was a sad and unfortunate side effect. Come on, you have to admit, it is rare that a pileup as massive as one that would involve 193 vehicles would end with fireworks. It was 15 degrees Fahrenheit or minus nine Celsius, but a wind chill made it feel colder to the skin. And in this story, there was a lot of exposed people who had not planned to get out of their vehicles until they had actually reached their final destinations. And as I say all the time on the weather network, if there is a wind chill, then there has to be wind. And that resulted in even worse driving conditions. It was also said that as the events were unfolding, people were running around making sure that everyone was okay. Professional truck and transport drivers commented that this was nothing that they had ever experienced in all their days on the roads across America. On this day, a massive series of crashes between Kalamazoo and Battle Creek left more than a quarter mile of wreckage along the Interstate 94, and that shut that part of the highway down completely for two days. Here now is how it was said to have played out. A tractor trailer was heading east when it collided with a smaller work truck that was apparently stationary on the road. This is all that was needed on this night to set off a chain reaction crash that snarled up and shut down both sides of the highway. In all, there were 193 vehicles involved. In the westbound lanes, 133 vehicles, including 50 trucks. In the eastbound lanes, 60 vehicles, including 26 trucks. That's how that broke down. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event, from when it happened, in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. One of the first responders to the scene was Michigan State Trooper Jim Gochinor. I do hope I pronounced your name properly, sir. He said, and I quote, Before I even got a few steps out of my car, somebody said there's a fatality. As he was just trying to get a sense of the scene, another French driver ran up to him to deliver the knockout punch of bad news. There was another semi-leaking fuel, and in another transport, there were fireworks. 40,000 pounds of commercial grade fireworks right near the fire. Also as a side note, and among the wreckage in the eastbound lanes, there was a tanker loaded with 44,600 pounds of liquid formic acid. I didn't know what that was either, so I had to look it up because I was thinking, oh, come on, what else? It went from catastrophic to catatonic in that moment. So what is formic acid? It's basically an agricultural preservative. It is widely used to preserve winter feed for cattle. Well, it was winter, and we are in the Midwest, so this truck was in the right place, just at the wrong time, obviously. Now, could it have exploded? Because that was my first question. No. But 
But had it got wrapped up in that really powerful wind with gusts, it is a corrosive agent that could have caused severe irritation and burning to eyes and exposed skin. That, on top of the wind chill, blowing and drifting snow, could have been a tragic combination. But back to the wreckage and the car and truck fires, oh yeah, and the 40,000 pounds of commercial grade fireworks. How do you say kaboom? Oh yes, they did ignite. That was likely a foregone conclusion, given the circumstances. But when they went off, people dove for cover, because that is a lot of fireworks. The show continued throughout the remainder of the day, and drivers were evacuated to a nearby church for safety. The whole situation seems improbable that all of these unfortunate events could be wrapped up in just one accident. Well, that's likely why it took investigators over a month to go through all the reports and pictures from the scene. They ultimately determined that although the weather conditions were a big factor in the pileup, driver error was primarily to blame for the extent of the damage. And in the end, 63 people received tickets for driving too fast for the conditions that unfolded on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is January 10th and we are back in another apocalyptic snowstorm with catastrophic effects. It was the Saskatchewan blizzard of 2007 and is considered to be one of the worst storms in the province's history. And it is also accompanied by a podcast video short that you can watch either on TV in Canada, on the Weather Network, or online anytime and anywhere you are at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. But after you watch the video, you got to join me here because it's only on the podcast version that you get the whole story. On this day in weather history, with me, your host, Chris May.